You've found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Welcome back to Live Exceptionally, where we equip people with keys and tools to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is purposeful, focused, and balanced. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Stay connected with us at elisi.org, elisi.org, to know about events, inspirational media, and more. In this week's episode, we speak with Anne Cavillo, who hosts a podcast called Her Scars Tell a Story, uh, which I find very interesting, where it focuses on the varied stories of women and how those stories have shaped them in their life today. So I'm excited to have you today. How are you? I'm doing well, Yvonne. Thank you for the invitation. You are welcome. It's so good to have you. Uh, well, before we get started, would you like to just briefly share about yourself and a little bit of your background? Absolutely. So I grew up on the south side of Chicago. I was brought up in a family of five. Um, I have three other siblings. And uh, my mom and dad were immigrants from Mexico. And so, you know, they came here with the dream to provide for their family. Um, my dad actually had rented an apartment out in Pilsen, which is a very known community, um, Hispanic community here in Chicago. Um, again, he wanted uh, the dream for his family. He moved us out to the uh, 79th and Western, which is a little more south of Chicago, if you're familiar. Um, we grew up there. Um, I grew up in a home where there's a lot of brokenness, um, domestic violence. Um, you know, it was a loving home, though. I will say that um, my dad left the family uh, when I was around 12 years old. And I had to say that really impacted my life. Um, that really, you know, kind of steered me toward a the wrong path, um, looking for love in all the wrong places. I ended up in a very um, domestic violent relationship. I dropped out of school at the age of 16. Um, I became a single mom at the age of 20. Growing up, all I heard was, you threw your life away, and You know, um, you, you pretty much, you know, you headed down the wrong path, and now there's no recovering. And so that ki those kind of words played a kind of mental tape in my mind of, you'll never be anyone. You threw your life away. And so um, for me growing up, I always felt that I didn't have a voice. And even, you know, going to school, I was that kid that purposely would say, mom, I'm sick. 
I don't want to go to schools, especially when it came to doing presentations, talking before the class. I would stay home sick on purpose just so that, you know, I wouldn't uh, speak before the class. So I was, and I wasn't a shy child. I just felt that my voice didn't matter. That, you know, um, for me, um, growing up being told, you know, in, in Spanish, callate means shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I grew up um, hearing at home. And so um, I learned to journal and I learned to write my thoughts and my heart on paper instead of speaking that. So that's kind of like, that's what my, my story um, growing up uh, leads me to now, you know, being able to share my story with others. And not only that, but providing a platform for women to share their voice, to share their stories of God's uh, redeeming love in their life. That is uh, so powerful. I didn't even realize all of that uh, when I first asked you. I know, I mean, we met at a women's retreat where we both were uh, speakers. And I love the title of your show, your podcast, Her Scars Tell a Story. But that, even the title of it is uh, akin to your own personal story of I'm thinking how that actually even materialized. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I once heard when you find your voice, help others find their voice. And that has just, you know, that's ingrained in my heart that we all have a story. Each and every woman has a story. Each and every woman has a past and each and every woman um, deserves the opportunity to share that story with the world. You know, um, so that's why that this is my heart. This is my mission to do that. That's amazing. And even with all the things that you went through in your life, you're a survivor. Like you survived, uh, you came through, um, you're a wonderful woman of God. I, you know, even when I first met you and when I see you now, it's like I see strength, a, a quiet strength, a confident strength. And that even in the midst of those scars that you may have experienced, at the end of the day, it did not end your story. That's right. And by the grace of God, and I have to, because Jesus is the hero of my story, right? It, it's not me, but it's really, truly him. He was, he's been the one that's been guiding me and directing my path. He's the one who's been infusing me with strength that's not of my own. I would have still been um, that little girl, right? That's that little girl that felt that her voice didn't matter had it not been for my encounter with Christ and and knowing that um, he designed me with purpose and plan. He designed me um, to love him, to know him, and to make him known to others. And that, again, that is my purpose in life, to do just that. That's beautiful. Uh, so what do you think are the critical issues uh, plaguing uh, many women today? So there's a couple. Um, I wanted to talk about, you know, women and loving themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Most of my life, I grew up not liking myself. Um, most of my life, I grew up thinking that, you know, I didn't matter, um, that I was unseen and unheard. And so 
the journey to loving myself began by discovering and knowing how much God loved me. And that's where my journey began in loving myself. And so I would say to women who feel that they can't love themselves, and I want to say this, it's not a self-centered, superficial kind of love that I'm talking about, right? The Bible warns us about being lovers of ourselves, right? This is the kind of love that is sacrificial. This is the kind of love that is able to extend the same grace, the same mercy onto others that God extends to us. And so I want to encourage women to know that, you know, you are loved. You are deeply loved by a God who created you intricately. He he thought of you. He had purpose for you. And so it's it's really key that we learn to love ourselves based on the love that God has for each and every one of us. Uh, I also wanted to talk a little bit about how women in these days compete with one another. Um, what I see, especially in the body of Christ, is this competitiveness when I truly believe that if we just learn to connect, if we learn to collaborate instead of competing and comparing, how much more as women can we advance the kingdom of God? How much more as women can we encourage and build up women all across the world, right? In, in our sphere, um, if we just learn to connect and collaborate. So those are a couple of the things that I wanted to share with you, Yvonne. I think that those are two mouthfuls and very powerful. Um, you know, we hear a lot about loving oneself, but I really wanted to focus on the competition. And it's not to, you know, not say that the loving oneself is not important because I think that that's still an issue, hence uh, area where you're focusing. But even on just, you know, when you talk about competition, that spirit of competition, you know, I agree that that not even just among women, but just in the body of Christ as a whole, that whole aspect of ambition and competition and everyone uh, trying to get ahead. And, you know, I find coming from the marketplace where it's very competitive, uh, people are very ambitious and, and trying to get ahead. It's alarming to see that in ministry, you know, and I think it's so true when you uh, highlight it as an area that if we can trust God in our identity, trust God in the gifts and the skills that he has given us, then to me, there's less room for having the need or desire or even just that feeling of needing to compete with someone if we're secure in our identity in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of that was one of the things I was going to touch on to identity. Um, but I do believe that identity comes from knowing how much you're loved, knowing who you are and whose you are, right? So that thank you for sharing that because that was one of the points that did cross my mind. Do you think that with those items about loving oneself, identity, competition, uh, do we have what we need in ministry to uh, address some of these issues? You know, we have community. We have community. And one thing that I've heard is that we 
hurt in com community, but we also heal in community. And so we do have what we need, right? That's how the Lord created us to function as a body. Though we hurt in the church, we also heal in the church just as a body heals itself. And that's so key and important. We need one another. We need people in our lives. All too often, we tend to isolate when circumstances come our way, right? Where we feel that, you know, we're not being seen or we're not being loved or we're not being heard, right? And so with community, we come alongside one another. We journey with one another. We sit with people in their hurts. We sit with people and what they're going through. All too often, we, we feel uncomfortable with people's pain. We feel uncomfortable with people's hurt and we kind of want to rush them off to get better. Um, not, not really realizing that God uses a lot of that pain and suffering to refine us, to mold us, to build our character, to allow for our roots to grow deeply in him. And all too often, we just want to see people better because it makes us uncomfortable to see them sad. It makes us uncomfortable to see them hurting. And so I do believe that we do have, and God purposely designed the body of Christ to be able to help one another and heal one another. I think that's amazing. I, the community, especially in this day and age after coming out of the pandemic and even this shift that we've seen as it relates to people working remotely, uh, people doing, you know, you could pretty much do everything from home your grocery shopping, your dry cleaning, everything could be ordered online and it be delivered. You don't even have to go to the store for most places anymore. And then even church. Most churches have online opportunities for you to watch through Zoom or on social media. And so there's this aspect of aloneness and even being potentially a lone ranger that it's okay to do these things by oneself, to do life by oneself, uh, even online dating relationships. <laughs> um, so the sense of community, I feel, is slowly going away. Uh, but it is through community with all the things that you've shared for healing, um, even for the support of our finding our identity. Like we can have a long time and devotion time with the Lord. But at the, at the end of the day, the Bible talks about iron sharpens iron. And that through community, you know, it's that testing and the pruning and the uh, sharpening of interacting with one another that enables us to be the best of who God's called us to be. Absolutely, Yvonne. I, could, I totally agree with you. And, you know, I think more than more than ever, you know, since this pandemic and since, you know, just everything that we have all been going through, uh, we went through a lot. We went through a lot just in these past, uh, what, in almost four years now, right? Um, there's been a lot of what we call trauma, right? And I think it's really important that we take time to listen, that we take time to listen to people, that we take time to um, just be there for them. I think a lot of times we think that we need to do and do, perform. We need to do all these, um, these things, but it's really being present with people and hearing their heart that, that invites healing. And it's so good. When you talk about uh, being present, um, you know, I find that 
in this day, there are a lot of distractions. Um, so not even, you know, not just about the community. It's like it's all connected from uh, loving oneself, identity, uh, competition. And then to me, there's a lot of distractions. The ability to find support and healing first when our, in our relationship with God, that at the end of the day, if we sit to spend time with him, read the word or even worship, you know, our phones, social media, all these things that uh, compete <laughs> for our attention and not being able to spend that quality time with him. And then even when we're spending time with friends or loved ones, you know, there's still a tendency to, to be on the phone, uh, be on social media, not fully paying attention and not being present. And that's something even for myself, I've been really trying to uh, do better with, which is being present, that when being in the moment, you know, whether it's doing my work, whether it's, you know, preparing for something or writing a devotional, that I'm giving my full attention to that particular um, target um, for that focus, focus time. What do you think are some of the areas um, to help as it relates to healing and support? Like we talk about community, but how can we actually foster community with the distractions, the competition, uh, the virtual environment that we have kind of gravitated to even from a ministry, uh, body of Christ perspective? So I think definitely um, listening to one another, listen to the people around you, listen to what they're telling you, listen to what what they're feeling, right? Listen to their hearts. I think a lot of time we listen to respond instead of listening to really understand and grasp what people are telling us. You know, I think that things can get lost in translation. And so it's important in order to be an effective communicator, we have to learn to be good listeners. We have to learn to really hear what people are saying, right? And not just dismiss them or minimize it where we can't relate, but really look and say, hey, how can I get you the right resources? How can we look into providing a ministry that's gonna meet the needs of people who are um, dealing with this or suffering with that, right? Um, building one another up, encouraging one another's growth. Um, also providing just ways to connect outside of, of church and just meet up in person, have coffee, right? We talk about being present with people. Again, this is this is key in, in growing and moving forward. And you know, just strengthening one another in, in our faith, in, in our, just our everyday life, you know? So that's really key, um, is the listening aspect again. And you're going to hear me say that often because this is something that I've learned and I've learned it through, um, mistakes. I've learned it through not being listening, not being one to, to listen to people and really listen to their hearts, which is why I emphasize it so much. That's all the time we have for this week's episode. Stay tuned next week as we conclude Her Scars Tell a Story. And as we finish the conversation with Ann Calvillo, as we talk about the stories of women that help to shape who they are and their divine destiny. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. And stay connected with us at Elisi 
www.thepeopleshow.org to stay in the know of events, inspirational media, and more. God bless and have a great week. Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week, we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.